Pamela Brown is the author of the Power Up Life Boss Journal for Intentional Living. Life Boss is the attitude of an individual who takes ownership and responsibility of their life in every aspect, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Pamela encourages you to look no further. The power is in you. You got this. Michelle Morrissey is the owner of Lucidity Communication Consultants. She is passionate about helping her coaching clients and workshop participants uncover and navigate complex interpersonal dynamics. She believes we must go below surface communication to connect and influence beneath the layers. Pamela and Michelle have brought their years of friendship and experience in human services, mental health, and communication sciences and disorders to bring you The Mind Grind. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to another episode of what? The Mind Grind. This one is, I'm not going to say short and sweet. It's going to be impactful and not too long because my mama has been texting me as we've been taping and let me know that I have not checked in on my mama today. So we're going to make sure we hit our points, but we're going to make it short and sweet just for you. So (laughs) I'm coming, mama. I'm coming. So (laughs) I want to talk about something that um, is uncomfortable for many people, and that is conflict, right? And I feel like conflict is natural. So here's my philosophy about conflict. When you have any two parties who are um, in a space of shared meaning for, and it could be shared meaning, it could be shared purpose, it could be a relationship which has shared meaning and shared purpose, right? There's going to be natural conflict because we are individuals who think differently. Our goal may be the same, but how we go about it may be different. Mm -hmm. And I feel like if no one ever has any kind of dissenting views or different views, if you will, somebody is probably not being themselves. And it's kind of like the, the... great um, employee who becomes the quiet employee, right? When they feel like that they're not heard because they don't feel like there is a place for their voice to be received, right? So when we talk about conflict, it is one of the um, outcomes, potential outcomes of attempts to influence. And an attempt to influence could be me asking you to do something, me asking you to buy something, I'm trying to influence your behavior in some way, shape, Mm -hmm. or form. So the result of that could be, as we talked about in another episode, compliance, commitment, or conflict. And the three responses to conflict can either be acceptance, which we need to know that peace and silence do not mean the same thing. It can be silent and not peaceful, right? Acceptance. Mm negotiation, that's when we're going to work this thing out. And if all else fails, termination, meaning we we tried, but I think it's in our best interest if 
you know, I find another place of employment or whatever it is, right? So <laughs> deuces, chuck up the deuces. That's that's what it needs to be sometimes, right? Absolutely. So when we talk about conflict, you know, I want to talk about that natural level of conflict where we're having a conversation about it, where it's cooperative. We talked about the partnership of figuring out what's going on and not really personalizing everything, right? Because when it gets personal, we want to save our face. We talked about me thinking about you, me you, me thinking about me, me thinking about you thinking about me. Mm -hmm. And when we are always trying to save face, that becomes more important. Winning the argument becomes the key thing and not solving the problem. So that's when, that's when we go from that critical thinking zone, that problem solving zone to that emotional brain that we talked about where Mm -hmm. You know, we we may say not too nice things. Emotions may start to flare. And again, we just want to win. We don't necessarily want to solve the problem. Yeah, you're right. We become defensive. Mm -hmm. You know, we we start putting up guards. We start thinking, um, like you said, um, we take things personal. When Mm -hmm. it's really not personal, it's just that I have a different opinion or Mm -hmm. I have... um, a different approach, or I might have a different way of thinking about something. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. We are not created as robotic mm-hmm. individuals. We mm-hmm. are created uh, distinctly different, distinctly unique. But taking that in as, I call it a wholesome criticism mm-hmm. versus not personalizing it or as an attack on my character. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it, it's good to have conflict mm-hmm. because if you get the people that say yes all the time, mm-hmm. how will I really know that my hair was out of place, Michelle? Mm-hmm. If you had not said, hey, wait, mm-hmm. let's, 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 let's deal with this. Mm-hmm. But if my hair was out of place and let's I just not couldn't talk see about it, hair being out of, let's talk about and <laughs> you were like, I said, hey, how am I looking for the set today? And my hair is out of place. But you say, oh, you look okay. You look mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. And then we go head on and we produce and we do and we talk to our wonderful audience. And then I go to the restroom and look in the mirror. I'm like, oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. Why didn't you tell me that my hair was out of place? Mm-hmm. And your feelings were, um, I didn't want to hurt your feelings. Mm-hmm. Um, girl, you look okay to me. It's not, mm-hmm. It wasn't all that serious. But when I came out and asked you, mm-hmm. and that's the kind of thing that I think what you're talking about is mm-hmm. as far as that conflict is being good. Mm-hmm. It could still, that conflict of not saying yes, but hey, let's just take a moment and deal with whatever this is and keep it moving. Yeah, and what it also brings to mind is that there's courage involved and there's risk-taking involved. And you may get a little upset, offended. You may over-personalize and feel like, you know, why are you so focused on me? Because that is a potential outcome. But all I can do after that is feel comfortable with my intentions, like knowing knowing your intentions when you kind of step out there in risk-taking and courage when it comes to conflict. And knowing that hard conversations are hard. There's no such thing as an easy, hard conversation. And also remember that what we avoid typically grows. It becomes, once again, that difference between peace and silence. And just because you're not talking about it, 
doesn't mean that it's resolved. Or that it's going to go away. Or that it's going to go away. Yeah, and we know that that is how um, grudges last for years and years. How siblings end up not speaking to each other. And after a while, you forget exactly what you're mad about. You just know that you're mad. mad. (laughs) You know, sometimes or you may remember. Right. So just kind of, you know, just that necessity to go ahead and have that that courage, especially when it's a valued um, conversation or a valued relationship or a valued project. Like if you're on the job, don't just sit there and watch a project go down the tubes because you don't want to speak up because you're scared. The discomfort is going to be somewhere, right? So just like you gave that example earlier, either risk the discomfort uh, of the risk of saying, Pam, your hair is out of place, or the discomfort later when you say, you just let me, you just let me go on set like that. You just let me go out like that. (laughs) Right? So it's a thing of knowing, um, and as I've told clients before, Look, the discomfort is either going to be inside of you or or you experience it and work through it. But very rarely does it just go away when you right. hold it inside of you. And we're staying focused on what's the what's the total good? What's the total good? What what's the total good? I didn't I wouldn't take it personally like, "Oh my gosh, it's talking about my hair, but it's for the total good, the representation, right?" Of us on the set because mm-hmm. it's not just personally me, right? It's we're we're a team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And if you know that having conversations is a weakness of yours, again, I've had clients who have <clears> called <throat> me right before they need to have a crucial conversation. It may have been I don't know how to ask for this. <laughs> Excuse me. You okay? <coughs> yes. Sorry about that. That's all right. It's natural. It happens. It happens. <laughs> <laughs> it happens. I don't know how to ask for this, or especially if uh, it's a profession that is especially um, the personality trait is very assertive, borderline yes. aggressive. But they have to know how to ask for something with diplomacy and humility when they go into that meeting, right? So right. sometimes I've had like do that thing that you do <laughs> where you you make it sound different but say the same thing. So sometimes you might need to call a friend and say, I need to have this hard yes. conversation. And I know that if I serve it the way I'm feeling right now, that it's not gonna go well. You better believe it. That is an excellent point. And here I can go again talking about email. Mm-hmm. I don't know about you, Michelle, but I have found myself sometimes where I may be writing an email and it may not be the right time to respond. Mm-hmm. So I have found it better to, when I can, if time allows, to step away from it for a moment because I'm a processor. Mm-hmm. Step away from it for a moment, for a while process what's going on and then go back and write an email because it changes the tone and I might be able to convey the same feelings or concerns, Mm -hmm. but it's not maybe laced Mm -hmm. with the anger or laced uh, with haste, um, laced with um, incorrect spelling or context or Mm -hmm. grammar Mm -hmm. because I'm writing, you know, emotionally. Mm -hmm. So again, being able to 
have that time to deal with that conflict, but in a healthy manner. Let's talk about what we do at that time. Because the time alone doesn't do anything, but it's what we do with the time where we take the time to maybe do a little perspective taking. Because most of, in most instances, when we have those somatic markers or those feelings just raging on the inside, we're only thinking about our, our excuse me, our side of the story. Yeah. So what should we do with that time? Yeah. Again, for me, I have to process. Mm-hmm. I really have to do some reflection. Mm-hmm. I have to look at, again, um, the content or the context of whatever I'm dealing with. Because, again, I can't make it personal. I don't want to. I want to get my opinion or thoughts across. But I want to, I don't want to tear that person or persons down mm-hmm. in the process. Right. You know? Yeah. And, and if I had to give some key kind of uh, pointers for that. I would say, again, get curious, wonder what is going on from their perspective and do some perspective taking. Yeah. That's that's the other part of listening that we talked yes. about. And we might have to reflect and see what our contribution is to the conflict. Because typically in that story lying in our heads where we're getting all revved up, if you really think about it, you don't think much of it is your fault. Mm-mm. So we also have to think about what our contribution to the conflict uh, might be. Right. But the bottom line is it is a worthy skill to, uh, and I won't say master, right? It's a worthy skill to have on our uh, list of um, growth goals. Yes. And I just want everybody to remember what you avoid will typically grow. Okay. Conflict is natural. We need the courage. We need to take the risk. But typically, better things are on the other side of yes. a crucial and hard conversation. And you feel better about yourself when you do address it. Yeah, because there's know? that assertiveness. Right. right. You feel you feel good. Either way, if it worked out in your favor or if it didn't, mm-hmm. at least you do know that I had the confidence and mm-hmm. I had the courage to do what the right thing was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's that element of that relationship with self and being a friend to yourself and an advocate to your interests that are on the inside and your values. You know, I think that kind of addresses that also. So, yeah, y'all, don't be scared to have that conversation. Don't be scared. And if that's an area of growth for you, you know, get some support with that. Absolutely. Absolutely. There, There are many resources. We're here for you. I mean... We offer both individual um, technical assistance, organizational technical assistance, um, coaching sessions. We are more than happy to work with anyone who's ready to work with themselves. All right. Love it. Once again, I'm not going to try to top that or talk over that. So there's another episode down of the Mind Grind. And I think we might be wrapping up the season. Already? Already. Wow. So thank you so much. And we hope that you're going to prepare and you're going to hang in there with us for season two. Two. We look forward to seeing you for the next season of The Mind Grind. The Mind Grind. See you then.